Hello, everybody, and welcome to Coffee with a Therapist this very gloomy Thursday morning. As you can tell, it's probably the video is a little darker today because outside it is raining and it's really a neat view. I'll at some point show y'all the view or maybe I'll take a pic for my Instagram and y'all can look at it later. But yeah, it's looking very ominous out there across the water and it's an interesting thing this morning. It's kind of put my mood in like a mellow space. I also wanted to, before I get into how we know it's important to set a boundary in our lives, I wanted to talk briefly about something that's real and just hit me this morning. So I got my first comment on a YouTube video that was really kind of not nice about like it kind of attacked me as a therapist and, um, you know, and I, I just wanted to not necessarily respond directly to that person, but I think just in general, um, I was kind of grateful for how I responded to it. Like in the past, I've struggled with issues of shame and, you know, as humans, we're still working through all of that, but I definitely didn't go into the shame cave. And in fact, I was actually like, I felt a lot of empathy for that person and, I did actually look into what they said as far as like the valuable feedback that they gave, what they were upset about in that video. And so I just want to encourage people that if you do have negative feedback, um, some of it like is just silly. Like on one of my TikToks, somebody told me to go make a sandwich, um, which is kind of funny because I'm gluten free and not a good cook. So jokes on them. But uh, but otherwise, like, I mean, if someone has actual valuable feedback, I really do want to hear that because that helps me grow as a human. And that is honoring the fact that I'm human and, you know, I'm trying to help people from what the, you know, knowledge and experience that I have. But I also am totally humbled and I recognize that there's a lot that I have to learn. And maybe sometimes I say things and I think they're coming out a certain way, but they might be coming out a different way. Um, so I want to just say thank you for that feedback because they took the energy and time to at least give me feedback. Uh, would I have preferred it be a little less shame-based? Yes, I'm going to be real about that, but um, but I still appreciate that feedback and I think that I can always learn and grow from that stuff. So I thought it was kind of a cool moment to be like, A, like I got like that feedback and that comment, but um, B, that for me internally, I didn't see it shamefully nor did I want to like react towards that person either like I really do feel empathy and I did want to understand where they were coming from so I thought that was a cool moment and I just wanted to take a side note to be real and and share that with y'all now I want to talk about how we know to set boundaries in our lives because sometimes people start to learn boundaries but they don't realize like when it's important to set them Um, and sometimes it happens after the fact as well I even had an experience in a therapy session yesterday where um, somebody was telling me this story and basically this like crazy thing had happened to them and somebody had said something to them that was very um, disrespectful and kind of outlandish. And in the moment, you know, they were like, they'd kind of shied away from um, doing anything and they set a boundary later. So it was really cool to see their growth and to see how they responded to that. But even for them, in the moment, they didn't realize, like, they could have said something then or set a boundary then as far as saying something like, hey, like, like, that comment made me feel uncomfortable. If we continue talking about this topic, um, I'm going to have to leave. 
And that would be a boundary, too, to set that, like, in the moment. Like, it doesn't have to be very dramatic. You could simply say something like, don't really love talking about this. Could we change the topic? Or simply change the topic, and if they're insistent, say, you know, set a very small boundary like that, that, you know, if we continue talking about this, I'm going to have to leave. Um, and so, again, I think sometimes it takes us, you know, practice and time to recognize the little moments that we not only feel uncomfortable or angry or frustrated by another person, um, but that we we have the right to set boundaries and even the small ones. And we don't have it doesn't have to be a big ordeal. It doesn't have to be dramatic. I think sometimes when people first start, you know, they may either go overboard or they think that boundaries have to be like this huge to do. But I probably set like three or four boundaries a day just in like those small, subtle ways that like I express myself or how I really feel about something or about what's okay for me and what's not. Um, it doesn't have to be a big to do. And sometimes it does have to be a big to do. So I do want to encourage that there are moments that we have to have bigger conversations with people, especially if they continuously violate a boundary. Um, but it's sometimes a little less dramatic than we might think it will be. So some of the cues I would encourage you to pay attention to is if you are feeling bothered by something or if you feel like the tinge of resentment about something over time, that's likely something you may need to set a boundary with and a boundary either with that person or sometimes even with yourself because sometimes people put themselves in situations where really all they had to do was say no. All they had to do was not go to that thing or limit their interaction with a certain person. And so I would call those more self-boundaries where we realize that we have the right to say no to things and we don't have to go to every event and we don't have to put ourselves around people that um, make us uncomfortable or just are emotionally not safe in some way. The other thing that we can do is if we do want to engage with these people or if we do have closer relationships with them or if it's nor what are you hearing um or if it's people like our family or our loved ones um you know again if we feel that bothersome tinge over time it's really important that we address it with them and that we set a boundary with a consequence so that they understand where we're coming from and they know that it bothers us i don't know how many times i've seen couples where one person in the relationship or sometimes both um have not shared with the other person that something like even the little things really bothered them and over time it became a really big thing. So I think one of the biggest signs is if you feel bothered, annoyed, flustered, or resentment, it's probably a good indicator that you might need to step back and really figure out like what am I frustrated about? Is this an area where I need to set a boundary with myself or with the other person? If you're feeling uncomfortable or if you're feeling unsafe, that also, or anxiety, because for some people, anger is kind of a not so like safe emotion for so many different reasons, usually because they saw anger being like a violent or bad thing, or they saw anger end up in like silent treatment or emotional abuse. Um, Instead of feeling anger for them, they're going to want to pay attention to their anxiety because anxiety is going to tell them a lot about what they're not okay with, what's unsafe, or what's uncomfortable. So if you're feeling either of those emotions, I really encourage you, especially over time with a certain behavior or a certain person or situation, like 
that is a big indicator that you may have to step back and evaluate that situation, see if there's a boundary that's needed to be set. I also generally wanted to read through what we call like the human or the relationship bill of rights because sometimes I've gone through these things with clients and there are a lot of pieces that hit them in certain ways because they've never realized that they have the right to certain things. Now again, people are going to feel differently about these different issues, but I wanted to read through this list because I think sometimes it can trigger for people things where they might need to set boundaries or where they may feel like they are betraying themselves in relationships. So I'm going to read through this list and hopefully it's not too like humdrum as I read through it. So we all have the right to be treated with respect. We have the right to say no to things and not to feel guilty. We have the right to express our feelings without being criticized. We have the right to take time for ourselves. I'll say that one again. We have the right to take time for ourselves. We also have the right to feel safe. We have the right to make our own decisions. We have the right to change our minds. We have the right to ask for what we want. We have the right to spend as much time with our family and friends as we want. We have the right to make mistakes. We have the right not to be pressured into doing stuff we don't feel like doing. We have the right to feel good about ourselves. We have the right to be respected if you want to end a relationship with some person. Um, And you have the right to say no and not to feel guilty to having that relationship with a person. We have the right to express, I think that was already said, but I guess maybe they, they thought it needed to be said twice. We have the right to express our feelings without being criticized. So again, if somebody responds with criticism, it's okay for you to set a boundary around like, hey, you can. we can talk about this. You don't have to love how I feel. You don't have to... Um, totally embrace it, but it's not okay for you to criticize me or to name call me, that sort of thing. We have the right to take time for ourselves to make our own. Oh, they just, they repeated it because I guess they wanted everyone to understand. We have the right to make mistakes. Um, We do have the right to change our minds. We have the right to ask for what we want. We have the right to be treated with respect and we have the right to spend time with our friends and family without having to limit that, right? Like all of those things are human rights that we have. And I share these with clients at times because sometimes those don't feel, especially if you've had childhood trauma or you've been treated a certain way, sometimes we don't feel that internally or sometimes we don't really know that internally. Other people, they know it, that it's kind of innate to them. As I say those words, they're like, duh. But for other people, it's like, okay, that's really hitting me in a certain way. We also have the right to share our feelings and relationships and have people hold space for us in a safe way. I had a client um, yesterday I was talking with where she's kind of the space holder for all the people in her life, but then anytime she expresses her emotions, it's almost like no one's emotionally available for her. And we do have the right to express our emotions and to have people in our lives that can hold space for us. We have the right to, to give We have the right to not give, (laughs) and we have the right to have healthy relationships and people that are emotionally safe and loving in our lives, even as we are working on our emotional health, because I think sometimes people feel a lot of shame if they're not in the healthiest space that they want to be, and then they automatically assume maybe that they don't deserve healthy love, but we all deserve healthy love if we are working towards healing those parts of ourselves that are unhealthy in relationships because none of us will ever be 
perfect in this journey. I'll be the first to admit it. Um, so yeah. All right, y'all. I hope you have a wonderful Thursday. I am excited to be with y'all and just grateful to be doing these. Um, thank you for connecting with me. Thank you, Devin, for your comment. I really appreciate it. Um, and I will talk with y'all tomorrow. Have a great day.